Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to As a Woman, Episode 29, Set Some Boundaries. In this episode, I'm talking all about boundaries, what they are, how to set them, and why you need them. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi, friends. Welcome back to As a Woman. This is episode 29, Set Some Boundaries. I just want to start by saying a huge thank you. I am so thankful for all of your support and love of this podcast, and it really means the world to me. I read every review or comment, anything you guys ever say, because I really want the feedback and I want this to be a space for you. This is something that I am doing in my spare time so that I can help empower and educate women. There have been a few reviews that aren't good, and that's part of putting yourself out there. You're going to get negative reviews. They're going to hurt your heart. It is okay. But one thing that I've heard is sometimes it sounds like I'm reading from a script. And I just want to say, that's hilarious. I mean, that really kind of makes me laugh because 99% of the time, I send every episode to Renee, so Renee Paro, and I ask her, did I ramble too much? Because I really feel like sometimes I'm just sitting here rambling to you like you're my friend. And I wonder if I got really off course of what I was trying to say. So the fact that some of you think I'm reading from a script I guess that means I'm really not rambling that much. So that feedback really made me laugh. But the constructive things, the things you guys like to hear, the things you don't like to hear, the type of guests you want to have on as I have guests occasionally, I really take those things into consideration when I consider every episode to record. Today I'm talking about boundaries, and that's because it's something I was terrible at. Like very, very, very bad, and it led to my own self-destruction in a lot of different ways. And I think it's important that you understand why boundaries are so important. And there's this dichotomy in your career as you go along and you're trying to become something that you want to please people, you want to have doors opened. And there's a lot that goes into that stage of life. But once you have a mentality of doing it all, of saying yes to everything, of exploring every opportunity, Sometimes you start saying yes to things that are highly unproductive for you. And I don't want that for you. I don't want you to fall into the same trap that I was in. And so let's talk about that. First of all, there's a really great book by Shonda Rhimes called Year of Yes. And I read it and I really loved the book. The premise there, if you don't know who she is, she wrote Grey's Anatomy, lots of other shows too, but Grey's Anatomy, of course, stands out to me. And that she took this time in her life, one year, where she was going to say yes to every opportunity. And she was talking about how it opened a lot of doors for her and led her to push her boundaries in places that she was not as comfortable. 
And I think a lot of that is really great. Like if you don't enjoy public speaking, but you want to be an expert on a field, you're going to have to start doing public speaking. It is part of spreading your message. So saying yes to those opportunities, push your boundaries a little, helps open up new doors for you. I completely agree with that. However, sometimes we're not famous like Chandra Rhymes and all the opportunities that come for us are not always serving of us. And sometimes they are pulling time away from the things that really matter to us. And that's where we get into this trap of wanting to please people at the disservice to our own goals and to the people and the things that really matter to us the most. So I'm going to rephrase her entire premise here of a year of yes. When you are in exploration phase and you do not have a goal or you're trying to fine tune your goal or find your way, that's a phenomenal time to say yes to a lot of different things. And I've done that too. When I was in transition, I just started saying yes to everything that came across my desk because I wanted to see what different doors could be opened. However, if you already have a goal, you already know what you're trying to accomplish, great. That is actually step number one to accomplishing anything, to identify what's important to you and determine what you need to do to get it done. So you're already part of the way there. But if you are there and you say yes to everything, every single thing, you're not going to get your goal done. And so saying no is very, very powerful. You must be selective about what you say yes to. So I think that once you know what you want to do, what you're passionate about, what your goal number one is, every opportunity that comes to you needs to be evaluated really carefully. I actually now approach everything that is presented to me as if I'm going to say no to it. I'm going to say no to this. I need a convincing reason to myself of how it is going to benefit me or my family, my loved ones, to say yes. Because the truth is, every time I say yes to something, that is time away from something else. You only have so many hours in a day and you are bartering with your time. So saying yes to something that's going to require a lot of work and pull me away from my kids, that's not something I want to say yes to. I will be unhappy there. So when I was in a job and I had to say yes to a lot of different things, I wanted to. I I wanted to be good at my job. But when all the meetings were happening every week after work so that they wouldn't happen during the work hour or there was expectations that... IVF would happen before someone's surgery start time, and I was always out of the house super early. All of these yeses led to me being in a spot where I was saying no to my kids. So everything you say yes to, you are saying no to something else. It's not always your kids. Maybe it's something at work. Do you want to be director of this? Do you want to be on this committee? Do you want to do this research? Every yes is something that you're saying no to. So whether it's patience, whether it's getting your charting done before you go home, whether it's reading books for pleasure, writing your own book, developing your own course, spending time on social media, leading pregnancy loss, support groups, whatever is your passion, when you say yes to things that are not helping you move in that direction, you are saying no to the things you are most passionate about. And there's a few mentality shifts I really want you to have. One, as I've said a couple times, 
when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. That's completely fine if it's something that's worth it to you. So make sure it's worth it to you. I get asked to write guest blog posts all the time right now. And that's an honor that somebody wants to have my words on their page. It really is. But it takes a lot of time. And that is time that I can't be recording a podcast, writing my own blog post, spending time outreaching to this community that I've already invested in. And so I have to evaluate every opportunity is, is it going to help me with my overall goal? Is it going to help me reach more people, educate more women, empower more women to chase their dreams? I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But I don't want to be in the position where I'm writing that blog post on the weekend instead of with my kids going to the zoo or whatever. So I have to make sure that the reward from that is worth it. Otherwise, I'll be resentful. I won't be happy. So every yes is a no to something else. The second is that not everybody needs you to say yes to everything. That's a huge, crazy mindset shift for me, at least, because oh, I don't want to let them down. I need to say yes to this. I I can't say no. They'll be disappointed in me. Guys, you can say no graciously and you can amplify somebody else in the same process. In the very same sentence that you're declining, I would love this opportunity. The truth is I have too many things on my plate right now, but do you know what? Dr. Marta Perez would be a great person to write a blog post about pregnancy and diet or whatever the situation is, choose an opportunity to say no to something that is only going to detract you from achieving your goal and do it in a gracious way and give another woman the opportunity to fill that spot. When you turn down speaking or the research project or the lecture or the blog post writing or the advisorship for some committee, if it's something that you like, you just can't commit to it. Give somebody else a push, recommend them, nominate that woman for the big stage, help pull other people up with you because we are not competing. We are not. We are all in this together. We just have different goals, which is really beautiful. Everybody's trying to achieve something slightly different with a lot of overlap. If we all want to educate women, great. I can't do that because my plate is full, but this person would be wonderful at that opportunity and it would benefit her in the long run. So don't be afraid to say no. That person doesn't need you to do the job. They are extending the opportunity to you. That's wonderful. And be really gracious in how you say no. But it is okay to say no because not only are you saying no to something that's important to you when you say yes, if it's something you're not passionate about, you'll be resentful and somebody else could be very excited to do that job and it may be helping them achieve their true goal. So don't feel guilty. And now a word for one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. Zero Essential and Ritual knows this. I choose Ritual Multivitamin every day because it is easy to take and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. In fact, Ritual conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy and the results showed increase in vitamin D levels 
by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. No my shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperature starting to warm up, I'm so excited that summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside, enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. The third mind shift is it is okay not to please everybody. This is exceptionally hard I think, for a lot of women. I also think for a lot of us in medicine or other very competitive paths where pleasing people and making people happy with you is a part of the currency as you go along. So if you're listening and you're a resident, by no means do I mean if your upper level says, hey, can you go do this C-section that you say no because it's not helping you with your ultimate goal of being an infertility doctor. No, you say yes to every one of those because being a good team player is helping you to be your overall goal of being a good doctor. And every opportunity you have to do something in training is preparing you for when you are the boss and it all falls on you. That's part of the job. So I'm not advocating that you don't do your job. You do your job and you do it awesome. You be the best one at your job. 
You say yes to everything and you look at it with bright eyes because you will be better. It's just like riding the Peloton. Do I want to ride it for 30 minutes when I'm dying? No, I don't. But I do know that pushing myself will make me stronger and healthier and better. Every opportunity you get to scrub in, to do the case, to lead that way, to see the extra patient, to manage them in the hospital, when you are in training, it is teaching you something so super valuable. It is very easy to get overwhelmed with all the other things you have to do. You've got to study for your board exam. And if you're a mom, you have kids at home. You are overwhelmed as a resident and you are pushed as far as you can be pushed. And I get it. But the mentality is when you're at work, you do it all. You do it with a smile. Do it your best because that is helping you to your long-term goal. Because you're not in medicine to not be the best doctor you can be. But where you have to be extra protective of your time is all of the other stuff. You don't have to do the research project if that's not your thing. I mean, if you have a residency research requirement, you need to do a research project. But you don't have to say yes to everyone. You don't have to be on every committee. You don't have to lead the way on everything. You don't have to plan every social event. So what I'm really talking about here is saying no to the things that fall outside your job. So setting boundaries is how you can protect the other part of you. You need, when you're out of training, so you're like me, and you're in an actual job, not that training's not a real job, it is. But when you're in your job, it's not temporary. Somebody else is not dictating your schedule. You will also need to learn to set boundaries around your schedule and around what you will do with your free time as part of this job, what you will not do, how often you'll be on call, what does that mean? That's all that goes into the negotiation of a contract, and that's very important to understand because I promise you, nobody wants you to be unhappy. We put this pressure on ourselves that we need to do everything and be everything, and we say yes to everything, and then what happens is we have no time for some of the things we really love, for some of our passions we want to explore, for our friends and family members, and then we become very resentful of the job that we truly love in principle, or we have let it become something. We have said yes to so many things in that arena that are pulling us away from the things that really matter that it is impossible for us to be happy in that environment anymore. That's not what your employer wants either. So if you're employed and you have a boss, you're not the actual boss. The last thing they want is to invest in you as a person, as an employee, especially if you're a physician, because it takes money to bring you on. There's credentialing stuff. There's getting medical licenses. There's time and money put into marketing you, and you cost more money than you bring in at the beginning. Nobody wants to bring you in and have you fail. I am sure of that. But they also don't know what you need unless you tell them. They are not mind readers, and just accepting what is given to you is unlikely to be the magic assortment of what you need to be happy because they don't know. They're trying to give you what will make them happy. That's human nature. But you need to come at it and say, hey, this is not right for me. You need to know what you need and you need to ask for it. And then when you start looking at all of the other time commitments, what can you do and what can you not do? I get asked things all the time. 
give a talk on this, speak on this, write on this, be on this committee, give this lecture, have this person do this, be on this advisory board, meet with us here. And I do not have enough hours in the day to do them all. I'm not sitting here and bragging that I have all these things. Every single person has a lot of opportunities presented to them. In medicine, there's always committees to be on. There's your national society organizations that you can be on. There's research you can do. There's teaching to be done. There's always other things pulling at you. You have to decide what is the most important thing for you and then work backwards from there. So shift your mentality. Start imagining that you say no to something. You're presented with an opportunity and you say no. How does that make you feel when you evaluate the opportunity? Are you relieved because that was a burden that you don't have anymore and now you can spend time with your kids instead of going to that marketing dinner? Are you disappointed because you're missing out on an opportunity to give a talk in front of your peers that really could help set you apart in your career? Feel what it would feel like to say no. If it feels neutral or good, say no. If it feels negative, if you feel disappointed, then evaluate why you feel that way and consider perhaps this is something that I do say yes to because it will open more doors or it's really pushing me in the direction of my passion. I'll give a current example. So if you've listened to the podcast or you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am one of four physicians who is founding a conference called Pinnacle. And Pinnacle is a conference for women in medicine talking about a lot of the things we didn't learn in medical school. Leadership, negotiation, work-life balance, finances, running a practice, getting a contract that works for you, branding, marketing, intellectual property, social media, a bunch of stuff. I'm very excited about it. When it was first approached to me, I had a full plate. I didn't really have time to carve out for this, but I'm so passionate about the project, about empowering women, teaching women in medicine the things we are not taught, giving women the tools they need to carve out that perfect job in life, that I made the time for it because it was worth it to me. And I don't view that resentful when I have to spend time working on Pinnacle. I'm so excited about it. And that's what you need. Opportunities are going to come to you or you're going to have something burning inside your soul. And it is okay to give your time to things that matter to you. So planning a conference is super hard, guys. It is so rewarding already that we release registration. It's only been a few days by the time I'm recording this. And so many people have signed up immediately. That is validating of something that I feel passionately about. You need more of that. You don't have to go plan a conference for women in medicine, but you need to find things that fuel you and make you happy, that inspire you and make you proud, that are going to help you get to the next goal. Maybe it is pushing your comfort zone to go talk about social media at a national conference in front of members of your professional society. But if that's one of your goals that you think physicians can have an impact on social media, you say yes to it. Even though you have to travel, you're going to miss a birthday party, you're going to miss this other thing, that's helping you with a goal you're passionate about. So by no means are boundaries saying no to everything. I don't do anything after 6 p.m. because I want to see my kids every night for dinner. That's not what I mean for boundaries. I do want to see my kids 
every night for dinner. And I make a really conscious effort to be home and not schedule other things in that time frame. I have my work schedule shifted. So when I negotiated this contract, I work much earlier and I'm always done with work by dinner time. And I'm home helping dinner get ready. They're playing with the kids, eating at the table. So that's great. I set some really good boundaries with my job so that I'm able to enjoy the things I want, like my family. However, sometimes opportunities are thrown at me that are amazing and it will cause me to meet dinner. So I don't say no universally to all of them. I evaluate what they are and if they are going to help one of my overall goals, if I'm going to enjoy or be happy doing it, then I say yes. If it's something I'm going to resent or it's just not going to be helpful for me, come to this committee meeting for the hospital, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do hospital administration. That's not in my goal set. I'm going to decline and I'm going to suggest somebody else. Who knows if they'll take my suggestion. It's completely fine if they don't. But I'm giving the opportunity for a friendly referral to somebody I like and care about and want to help advance on something that's not at all in my interest lane or I don't have the time for it or can't commit to it. So it is okay to say no. I really do think that in medical training, Because as I said, you have to say yes to everything in residency, or you should, or you get in this mentality where you say yes to things because you need to, because you need good recommendations and reviews and you want to advance well. Then you are left in the spot where your value is in pleasing people. You are worth so much more than just making other people happy. It is wonderful to make people happy. To do things that please others and get personal satisfaction from it, that's great. But you are worth more than that. Your value is much greater. So you do not need to set out feeling like your currency is making people pleased or making them happy or making their life easier. You have currency because you are amazing and smart and good at your job. You care for people, you love your family, you're a good friend, you're a good person, you're fun to be around. You have a lot of value. You don't have to please everybody to feel valued. Does that make sense? I struggled with this myself a lot. I felt like my worth was somewhat of saying yes to everybody and making everybody else happy because I was lightening their load or doing this thing or saying yes, but then I left myself in this bottomless pit where saying yes to everything left me super burnt out. I had not negotiated a job situation that was good for me in any way. And I just kept saying yes to other things to try to please everybody to make up for the fact that internally I was not happy. And that's just not the place you need to be in at all. Every yes that you say is a no to something else. You only have so many hours in the day. Make your yeses count. Make it something that you're passionate about, something you're excited about, something that will help you or your loved ones in the future. Your time is worth something. Value yourself or nobody else will. When things are not optional, then look at the bright side of why you're doing them because they're going to make you better. And then be very careful when you're in those hard times of your life of training or your first couple years in practice of what you say yes to in the other time, because that other time is the time you get to be with the people you love. And if you're 
dipping into that bucket all the time, you're not going to be left with very much. And remember that nobody needs you to say yes. You may feel like that, or they may try to guilt you into that. I have been in that position where I felt like I was saying, hey, I need to set this boundary, and somebody else was coming in trying to push over my boundary. I need you to do this. You need to do this. To be good enough here, to contribute enough, to be like me, you need to do this. If somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, leave. That's my summary here. You're allowed to set boundaries, especially in your real life when you're out of training, you're in the job. Set boundaries and protect them. And if somebody won't respect them, your goals, your values are not aligned. And that's not a good place for you in the long term. So don't be afraid to be honest. Don't be afraid to be truthful. Don't be afraid to admit what it is that you need. Don't be afraid to be protective of your time. Don't be afraid to value yourself because you are valuable. You are worth a lot. This is your one life. You must set some boundaries so that you can use your time to the best of your ability and to enjoy the things that really matter to you. A last plug here, I'm wrapping it up, is just to say you are really in control and you have more power than you know in the long run. Even if you're in a phase of life that you feel like you don't have much power over, if it's temporary, that's okay. Try to look on the bright side and really keep in mind of how protective you should be of yourself in the other moments. And if you're in your real life out of training, if something's not working for you, you do not have to make yourself work for it. You deserve to be happy. Setting boundaries is key. So year of yes, that can be great in exploration. But the reality is that I am a fan of saying, why should I say yes to this? How is this going to help me in some way or another? And I'll leave this episode by saying my very favorite part of the book, Year of Yes, is something Shonda Rhyme said that she decided she was always running out of the house, trying to get to the next thing, and was pulling herself away from time with her child. And that when her, a kid would come and hold her, hug her, kiss on her, she was not going to be the first one anymore to let go and just stayed and hugged and took those five minutes to read the book. Those moments matter to your kids, to your loved ones, and maybe those five minutes don't really matter on the other end. So I really thought through that all the time. And when my littles come and give me a big hug, I just latch on and never want to let them go because they know there'll be a time frame when they don't want that hug. So Remember that it's okay to soak up the moments that really matter to you and set boundaries around the other ones so you can be the best version of you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, I'm just so grateful that you're here. You can feel free to follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD or check out the blog, nataliecrawfordmd.com. This is the As a Woman podcast. All of your ratings and reviews, I read every one. So thank you so much for that. Every share means so, so much to me. Thank you guys so much. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. 
I'm Brianne Halfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join the collective.